what we call Antaryami. <clears throat> Antaryami is the one who remains within and controls everything. That is called Antaryami. Same Ishwara, the Lord is called Antaryami, when endowed with Samashti Vasana or all the Vasanas. The point that was made earlier was that when a person is in deep sleep, he is not different from this Antaryami or Ishwara because in deep sleep there is no sense of individuality. My total existence is absorbed in the blanket of ignorance. And in ignorance there is no division really as to my ignorance and someone else's ignorance. And therefore the state that obtains in deep sleep is really the state of Ishwara. And this is what is pointed out by Mandukya Upanishad. When it first of all talks about uh, the Pragnya, Sushuptasthanaha, Eki Bhutaha Pragnana Ganhaeva Anandamayo Hyanandamhuk Cheto Mukha Pragnaha Trutiya Padaha. In discussing these three states of uh, existence, Pragnaha, the deep sleeper, is defined first as one who obtains in the state of deep sleep, who doesn't know anything, who doesn't have any dreams, who doesn't have any desires, who is Anandamayaha of the nature of Ananda, Anandamhuk, enjoying the Ananda. And he is Pragnaha. He is the Pragnaha means one who is omniscient. And then the next mantra in Mandukya Upanishad proceeds to describe who is this Pragnaha 
सर्वेश्वर एष सर्वज्ञ सर्वस्य so the deep sleeper who is anandamaya is presented as ishvara he is presented as antaryami the indwelling self thus showing the identity right there subsequently mandakya upanishad shows that there is only one essence nandaf pragnyam nabahish pragnyam novahetaf pragnyam etc there is only one awareness you know and that is shivam shantam advaitam chatartham manyante saatma savigneyah that alone is a deep sleeper that alone is ishvara but even the very same upanishad even in the state of deep sleep points out the identity between jiva and ishvara and the granthakara here said the author said that in the state of deep sleep really the atma that obtains is the one who is endowed with maya or the samasti samskara the samasti impression the total impressions which is called maya and atma endowed with that is called antaryami the indwelling self and how this antaryami is described in bhadarnika upanishad yah prasidhyam tishthan prasidhyaha antarah all these things we discussed earlier who is antaryami the indwelling self who is this lord prasidhyam tishthan who remains within the prasidhya of the earth prasidhyaha antarah who is within the prasidhya within the earth yam prasidhim naveda whom the earth does not know one who remains within the earth but whom the earth does not know yasya prithivi shariram the one for whom this earth is a body meaning the upadi yas prithivim antarha yamayati who remains within the prithivi within the earth and controls the earth and esha saatma antaryami amritah this is your atma the one who is in the earth who remaining within the earth controls the earth is indeed yourself that is the indweller that is the inner controller who is immortal then this is prithvi starting with prithvi meaning earth element all the elements are taken next one one who is within the waters whom the water does not know for whom the water is a body who remains within the water and controls the water the idea is that because of which water is water is him that because of which earth is earth is him as lord krishna says in the chapter 7 chapter of gita rasoham apsukaunte प्रभासमी शशि सूर्य हे काउंटे हे अर्जुन आई एम रस वेरी एसेंस इन वॉटर बिकॉज ऑफ मी द वॉटर इज वॉटर आई एम वेरी लाइट इन द सन एंड द मून सो आई एम अलोन इन द फॉर्म ऑफ लाइट द सन एंड मून सो ही इज अ वेरी कंटेंट ऑफ एवरीथिंग एंड दैट वे ही इज अंतर्यामी ऑफ द इंडवेलिंग सेल्फ सो भगवान के उपनिषद दिस इज कॉल अंतर्यामी ब्राह्मण द होल सेक्शन इज कॉल अंतर्यामी ब्राह्मण ब्राह्मण मीन्स एन एक्सपोजिशन विच एक्सपाउंड इज अंतर्यामी the indwelling the inner controller aspect of of atma or brahman so all the adhi adhi adhyatmika adhi daiva adhi bhautika all the different aspects are taken in the upanishad and each one of these reference to each one of them separately upanishad shows how this atma is antaryami 
and then Bhagavad Gita also says so Bhagavad Gita also says Ishwaraha Sarabhutanam Hruddeshir Juntishtadi Brahmayan Sarabhutani Yantra Rudhani Maya so this verse is what we started doing verse 171 in the chapter 6 page 155 in this book Ishwaraha so what the Shruti says is also what the Smruti says so what is said in the Upanishad also is said in Bhagavad Gita just showing the agreement between the two Ishwaraha Sarabhutanam Ruddeshe Arjuna Tishthadi here Arjuna Ishwara Tishthadi he abides Ruddeshe in the heart of all the beings the Lord abides or dwells or remains in the heart of all the beings and what does he do there? Brahmayan Sarabhutani Yantra Rudhani Maya Brahmayan he makes revolve that's the causal he makes everyone revolve Yantra Rudhani as a mounted on the Yantra or a machine so how the people mounted on for example a merry-go-round you know how they are made to revolve round and round and so also all these living beings all these jivas as the mounted on yantra meaning the upadi this body as it will explain so they are made to go round and round or made to perform variety of activities and thus Ishwara is the antaryami that prayeraka the one who prompts everyone to perform variety of activities and that is how Bhagavad Gita also shows Lord as Antaryami, the in the inner controller or the inner ruler. So we can read this from verse 171 here. Sarvabhutani Yantra Rudhani Mayaya Although we have done these verses, just briefly spending a minute on each one of them. So this Ishwara the Lord, remaining within the hearts of all the living beings, makes them as though revolve, as though mounted on Yantra. Yantra means machine. Now this verse is explained by this author and different elements of this verse of Bhagavad Gita are explained you know in different verses here Sarabhutanam idhupadasya arthamaha So Ishwara Sarabhutanam Ruddeshe Arjuna Tishthati Here Arjuna the Lord remains in the heart of all the beings What do you mean by all the beings? Sarabhutanam What is the meaning of the word Bhuta? Bhuta can mean anything it can mean ghost also. It can mean element also. It can mean a living being also. So when Lord Krishna says Sarabhutanam Ruddeshe in the hearts of all the beings, what is meant there is explained in the verse 172 in the next verse. <coughs> Sarvabhutani Vijnana Mayaste Rudayesthitaha Tadupadana Bhuteshaha Tatra Vikriyate Kalu It's a very interesting way of looking at things. So Sarabhutani Vijnana Mayaha. What do you mean that the Lord controls all the beings? What is meant by those Bhuta the beings? This Vijnana Mayaha. What we call Vijnana Mayaha? Meaning the individual self identified with the intellect. So that is called Jeevaham. So we have said earlier 
that the consciousness reflected in the mind is called Vijnanamaya, Chitabhasa or Vijnanamaya. So by beings, in that verse of Bhagavad Gita is meant, all this ident- the Chaitanya or the consciousness as reflected or identified with the individual buddhi, individual intellect. <coughs> and where is that fellow? Where is this Vijnanamaya or what we call Jiva, the individual self? What is his dwelling place? He says, he is in Rudeshthitaha. He abides in Rudeshthitaha in the heart. How do you say that this Jiva or the living being, the individual self is in the heart? So it is said, Tadupadana Bhuteshaha. Who is this Vijnana Maya Koshaha? It is nothing but the modification of Ananda Maya Koshaha. You see, because the way the evolution or the creation takes place, in the deep sleep, all that obtains is nothing but Pragnihan, the deep sleeper. And he alone is called Anandamaya Kosha because that is her Ananda. In the deep sleep all there is is Ananda. It's nothing but happiness. So it's called Anandamaya. Ananda Bhuk in the Upanishad also. Then when he wakes up, that very Anandamaya, that very Atma who was Anandamaya, meaning Atma identified with that ignorance who was called Anandamaya, that very ignorance gets further modified into intellect. He becomes awaker. That very Anandamaya becomes what we call the individual self or Vijnanamaya. So Anandamaya Atma alone gets modified as Vijnanamaya. Otherwise you can't understand this. The question is that in deep sleep we don't know anything. And then how do we say that the one who is awake alone is the one who was sleeping? It's not that way. The one who was sleeping is the one who is awake. And so one who obtains in deep sleep, well, that alone obtains as awaker. And so we can say that the deep sleeper modifies himself as awaker and modifies himself as a dreamer. So who is the waker? Vijnanamaya, meaning the self, the jiva. And who is he? Nothing but the modification of that sleeper or anandamaya. So, okay, where is anandamaya? What is the place of this pragna or anandamaya, the deep sleeper? It is said, he is in the heart. So Mandukya Karika says, that the wakers, the place where the waker functions, the locus of the waker is in the right eye. Dakshinakshi, Dakshinakshi. So he is Dakshinakshi Purushaha. He remains in the right eye. And where is the dreamer? The place of dreamer is in Kantha of the throat. And where is the place of the deep sleeper? In the heart. So Vijnanamaya Atma is in the heart. In the, in the deep sleep, the mind gets concentrated in the heart. This is there, you know, Upanishad, this is how it describes. And therefore, that is the place. So we say that Vijnanamaya or the Jiva also his primary location is in the heart. And from there he radiates into the whole body. Actually our presence is felt throughout the body, but primarily it is in the heart. Or you can say that in the heart is where the mind is located. That's another way of looking at it. The, the location of the mind is in the heart. And that is where the Atma is reflected. So tentatively we may say that the heart is the locus or the abode of this Jiva. And that's where this Ishvara is Tadupadana Bhuteshaha. Who is the Upadana of the material cause of the Vijnanamaya? Who is the material cause of this Jiva? The Anandamaya. If Anandamaya gets modified as Vijnanamaya, then what is the material cause of Anand- Vijnanamaya? Anandamaya. So Tadupadana Bhuta Ishaha. That Anandamaya is Upadana Bhuta, meaning of the nature of material cause of this Vijnanamaya. And Tatra Vikriyate Khalu. That very Anandamaya gets modified as Vijnanamaya. And so Anandamaya is the Antaryami, the indwelling, the inner controller. 
and he alone becomes the Vijnanama, he becomes, alone becomes the Jiva. And therefore, this Vijnanamaya or the Jiva is what is meant by the Bhuta. <coughs> then it says, Yantra Rudhani Maya. Yantra Rudhani Yasya Atra. Yantra Aroha Shabdayaho Arsamaha. What is meant by mounted on a wheel or mounted on a machine? How do you say that all the living beings or Jivas are mounted on the machine? So that is explained. What is meant by the machine? And what is meant by mounted on the machine? He explained the verse 173. This was also we have done, isn't it? 173, I think. No. Okay, up to 172 we did. Okay. Dehadi Panjaram Yantram Tadaroho Bhimanita Vihita Pratishadheshu Pravrutir Brahmanam Bhaved It's very nice, you see, that how beautifully that verse is explained. And this is what Panchadashi does. It takes very important passages from Upanishads, some important verses from the Smriti, other Granthas, and then elaborates upon them. So what is meant by Yantram? Yantram is machine. What is this machine on which this Jiva is mounted? So Dehadi Panjaram Yantram. Panjaram means a cage. Dehadi means his body. This body is like a cage. So that is another way of looking at it. This body is a cage, in the cage there is a bird, like you see. So Jiva is like a bird who is dwelling in a cage, like a bird dwelling in a cage. So Dehadi Panjaram Yantram. This cage in the form of this body, etc., is called Yantram, that is a very machine. And what is meant by being mounted on the machine? Tadaroho Bhimanita. So Tadarohaha, being mounted on this machine, is Abhimanita. Abhimanita means identification. How can Atma be mounted on a machine? How can you make Atma do things? There is no way. But in fact it happens. How does it happen? Because Atma is identified with the body. So identifying with the body is comparable to mounting the body. I sometimes tell you how in India the fellows who are riding on the road, on the streets, on a bicycle, that fellow sees a truck moving fast in order to save the trouble, he just catches hold of the truck. And so, by the moment of the truck, he moves. Then he stops paddling his bicycle. That's nice, with one hand, you know. But then sometimes the truck fellow is mischievous and slowly increases the speed before the cyclist can recognize. And then, when the speed goes beyond a certain point which you can control on a bicycle, then you are stuck to that truck. And that is all mischievous children experiences. This is called Arohaha. When we identify it with it, then where the truck goes, you have to go. And when that fellow makes a turn, you are you either are thrown away or whatever it is. But this is called Yantra Arohaha, being mounted on a machine. And so also my identification with this body. Then I am as good as the body and I go where the body goes. If the body is happy, I am happy. Body is painful, I am painful. Body dies, I die. Body is born, I am born. Body is old, I am old. This is called Yantra Arohaha or Yantra Rudatvam. Being mounted on a machine is identification with this cage, identification with this Upahe. <coughs> and once, now the truck driver can take you for a ride. 
and now that you are identified with this body you are taken for a ride how vihita pratishiddeshu pravrtihi bhramanam bhavet bhramayan is is a word from the verse bhramayan sarvabhutani bhramayan iti pade prakrutyartham aha what is the meaning of the word bhramayan bhram bhram in the sense to wander and bhramayan to make them wander or make them revolve bhram also means to revolve but here the author gives prakrutyartham you know that that is what we call prakruti and vikruti prakruti is the original root and vikruti is the different pratyayas or different suffixes that you apply look at footnote number 2 prakrutyartham is what dhatvartham the meaning of the word meaning of dhatu dhatu means that root so that meaning of the root so here he gives the the root meaning or the derivative meaning of the word bhramayan there is what we call rudhi meaning meaning current meaning so common meaning is to take them for a ride or gives them a ride but here what would be the word bhramayan mean if you take the meaning of the root bhramayan is bhramu anavasthane iti dhatuhu bhram is a dhatu meaning is anavasthanam anavasthanam means instability or uncertainty avasthanam means remaining in one place anavasthanam means being displaced being moved from place that is called anavasthanam so bhramanam means being moved from one place to another or being displaced evam cha pravrtau anavasthanatvam asti eva iti bhavah as a footnote says so this author explains bhramanam as pravrti because whenever you perform any activity then you are displaced from one state to another i cannot perform an activity unless i move from one state to another state at the moment i am sitting when i talk then from the silence to talking from one state to another state i am sitting when i walk away again there is a movement from one state to another so constantly changing the state of displacement happens whenever there is any activity involved so displacement or instability or uncertainty is what is the meaning of the root bham and that's what happens when a person performs activity so bhramayan is pravartayan means making them act so it's not we don't have to imagine the lord makes us go round and round in some mechanical sense but he makes us act and that itself is called bhramanam and what is the nature of the activity vihita pratishiddeshu vihitam vihitam means that which is enjoined pratishiddam that which is prohibited there can be two kinds of activities so this person as prompted by various desires performs activities first of all a desire is created in his mind this this vijnanamaya he takes himself to be is identified with the body since identified with the body he takes himself to be of the dimension of the body i am i as good as what i am identified with and when i am identified with this body well i have the birth death old age and whatever it is there is there is mortality sense of limitation and obviously there is a desire to become free from that sense of limitation so that very identification causes a desire to become free from limitation and that results into variety of desires whatever i consider as freedom that is what i seek if i think freedom is in comfort then i will seek that if i think freedom is in name fame money whatever that's what i will seek and then depends upon my priorities and urgency if i want some i want to think very badly it's likely that i may take shortcuts meaning i may compromise values 
and therefore I may wind up performing activity which is not in keeping with the code of conduct which is what we call Pratishiddha or prohibited activity and therefore on account of this ignorance that is identification on account of identification the sense of limitation from that the desire to become free from that arises variety of desires from that arises variety of actions which actions can be classified as Vihita and Pratishiddha meaning enjoined proper actions becoming actions and unbecoming actions this is what this person performs who makes him perform you may say that it is the lord who makes this fellow perform the becoming and unbecoming actions that's what lord krishna says i am the one who dwells in the hearts of all the living beings and make them perform variety of actions when i perform vihita karma i earn what we call punya when i perform pratishiddha karma or prohibited action I earn what we call papa or demerit. So I keep on earning merit and demerit. And thus, to enjoy those results, again I take birth. And that's how the whole cycle of birth and death continues. This is called Brahmanam. And the cycle of birth and death goes on. This fellow travels from one body, one machine to another machine. Without, as earlier in the first chapter it was said, how a worm which is being swept in the current of the river how that worm goes from one whirlpool to another whirlpool without a respite goes into one whirlpool and before it it comes out before it can have a respite another whirlpool and like this this fellow is made to wander or made to go from one body embodiment to another embodiment this is what happens <coughs> who does all this? Ishwara does therefore he is called Antaryami the inner controller Vidanim <coughs> ಅನಿಚ್ಪ್ರತ್ಯ Okay. Now in Brahmayan, a niche pratyaya or this causal sense is there. So what is meant by that? What is meant by that causal? Prerana it is called in Sanskrit. Prerana means prompting. So Lord prompts everybody to do this. What is the nature of this prompting? That is called niche pratyaya. The effect of niche is to prompt. So Brahmayan, to prompt them to wander, to prompt them to perform activity. What's the meaning of that? And Mayaya. What's the meaning of the word? Maya. Both of these words are explained in the next verse, in the verse 174. Vijnana maya rupena Tatpravrattisvarupataha Svashakti shovikriyate Mayaya bhramanam hitate Slowly you see how he leads you, you know, from slowly and slowly every teacher will only lead you to Advaita. Looks like there is a duality between the Lord who is the controller and this Jiva who is controlled. But slowly he says, Vijnanamaya rupena tat pravrti swarupataha svashaktya ishaha vikriyate. So, ishaha svashaktya vikriyate. 
ईश मीन्स लॉर्ड और दैट अंतर्यामी स्वशक्तिया बाय इज ओन पावर वट इज इज पावर माया सो पावर दैट ईश्वर हैज इज माया सो स्वशक्तिया बाय इज ओन पावर ईश विक्रिय सेम लॉर्ड विक्रिय गेट्स मॉडिफाइड हाउ डज गेट मॉडिफाइड विज्ञानमय रूपेण जीव है वॉट वी कॉल विज्ञान में और चिदाभास है और द वन रिफ्लेक्टेड इन दाइंड रिफ्लेक्टेड कॉन्शियसनेस ऑफ जीव इज नथिंग बट द सेम लॉर्ड हु गेट्स मॉडिफाइड विज्ञान में रूपेण इन द फॉर्म ऑफ विज्ञान में है मीनिंग द सेम अंतर्यामी द सेम लॉर्ड विद ऑन अकाउंट ऑफ इज माया और द पावर ही गेट्स हिमसेल्फ मॉडिफाइड एज दिस जीवा तत्प्रवृत्ति स्वरूप एंड देन वॉट इज ऑल दिस प्रवृत्ति ऑफ द एक्टिविटीज दट आर परफॉर्म बाय दिस जीवा हु इज दैट प्रवृत्ति ऑल्सो इज नथिंग बट दैट सेम लॉर्ड मॉडिफाइड एज दिस प्रवृत्ति माया भ्रामणम ही तत दैट अलोन इज कॉल भ्रामणम दैट अलोन इज कॉल रिवॉल्विंग और मेकिंग देम रिवॉल्व और मेकिंग देम वॉन्डर विद द हेल्प ऑफ इज माया सो वट इज मैन टू बी सेड हियर इज इट इज नॉट दैट दिस भ्रामक एंड भ्राम्य सी देर इज अ ड्यूआलिटी हियर बिटवीन भ्रामक एंड भ्राम्य हु इज भ्रामक द वन हु मेक्स वन भ्रामक करता है भ्रामक सो हु इज अ वन भ्रामक इज अ वन हु मेक्स अस रिवॉल्व एंड हु इज भ्राम्य द वन हु इज मेड टू रिवॉल्व देर इज अ नियामक एंड नियम्य नियामक मीन्स कंट्रोलर नियम इज कंट्रोल्ड रूलर रूल्ड प्रॉम्प्टर प्रॉम्प्टेड Controller controlled. So this duality is there. Is it controlled different from the controller? This verse says that no. Isha had that very niyamaka, the very controller. So shaktiya by his own power, vikriyade he alone becomes the controlled. So Lord can be looked upon as the controller, and the very same Lord becomes what the controlled, the one who is Ishvara ha, because of his Maya. Because of ignorance, the very same one becomes what? Jiva has the control, and therefore, the Lord, on account of the power of His Maya, He is getting modified in the form of this Vijnana Maya of the Jiva, and performing different activities. Alone is called Brahmanam. Alone is called making them revolve. You know, and so the Lord alone gets revolved. He revolves Himself. So He is the one who is the Prayerka, he is the one who is the one who prompts, and he also is prayer. Yeah, he is the one who is prompted. Same Lord, same Brahman, with the upadi called Maya becomes Ishvara, becomes the prayerka, the prompter, and same Brahman on account of upadi called avidya or ignorance becomes prayer. Yeah, he becomes the one who is prompted. So don't imagine a duality between the two, although there is apparently a duality between Ishvara and Jiva. But ultimately, it is Shiva alone who becomes Shiva. So he alone becomes a prompter. He alone becomes prompted. You look at this fellow. Look at the helplessness of the Shivas. Looks like there is someone who is prompting them. So we say that Shiva is a prompter. But look at his true nature. We find that Shivatvam is false, and in reality, he is nothing but the Chaitanyam. In that way, he is not really. He is not prompted. He is not different from the prompter. So, by the Maya creating this duality alone, really is the nature of this Brahmatvam. <coughs>
ஸ்ரௌத்தியமயதி பதஸ்யாபி அயமேவ ஸ்ரௌத்திய Shruta means what? Shrutya Pratipaditam So that which is the passage of the Shruti Yamayati Dipadasya That word Yamayati Tasyabi Ayamayavartaha That also has the same meaning namely Dhamayati And that is being said in the verse 75 Antar Yamayati Tyuktya Ayamayavartha Shruta Shrutaha பிரசிவியாதிஷுசர்வத்திரமயதிஸ் அந்தர்யமயதிஸ்வரிமேன்ஸ்ட்ரிவிட்டிஸ்ட் and then then the author gives us an exercise so having taught ramaha ramo ramaha this all right now write the declensions of deva and and nirupa and all these 15 different words i'll give you so may you similarly perform that exercise so having explained this meaning in case of this bhuta he says the very same meaning applies to all the different uh, passages of the shruti yaf prasivyam tishtan like this and then one who remaining in water and remaining in fire remaining in air remaining in space remaining in variety of things so you may understand that in the same manner prasivyadish sarvatra in all those cases dhya by dhi here means by yukti so ayam nyayah yujyatam the very same reasoning should be extended to all the other cases also because the explanation is the same same lord remains in the earth and makes the earth perform its activity How earth also made to act as earth alone. Earth does not have the freedom to be different from earth. Fire doesn't have freedom to be different from fire. That shows that there is someone who dwells within the fire and prompts the fire to burn at a certain temperature, etc. And thus everything in the creation is what it is. It doesn't have freedom to be different from what it is. Which idea will come again. But that shows that there is some ruler within which makes everything to be what it is. And so... just as there is a ruler in the hearts of all the living beings and makes the living beings prakritim yanti bhutani nigraha kim karishyati all the beings follow their prakriti or nature that's that one and nigraha meaning the restraint cannot help the restraint will not work because that power is there is so much of the impact of the nature and thus 
everything is made to perform, made to conduct itself in a particular manner because the same ruler, the inner ruler is there in everything. And thus you may see this fact by reasoning in other cases also. Ukta Vyakhyanam Pariyayantareshu Atidishati Ukta Vyakhyanam, the very Vyakhyana meaning the explanation given in the last few verses of Bhama and Sarabhutani Pariyayantareshu, Pariyay means alternative Pariyayantareshu, another alternative is also Atidishati, Atidishati means what? He extends that same reasoning into other alternatives or other cases He extends the very same reasoning to other cases by same Vyakshanam, the same explanation that is given. <coughs> now going to the next verse, Pravritti Jatasya Sarveshwara Dhinatve Vachanantaram Udaharati Pravritti Jatasya, Jata means group, all the activities, Pravritti Jatasya, all the activities, Sarveshwara Dhinatve So Pravritti Jatam Sarveshwara Dhinam you remove the sia from here and tva from there, then you get the meaning. You see, this is a pravritti jatam sarveshwara dhinam. That all the pravritti or all the activities that we find anywhere, adhinam, all of them are dependent upon sarveshwara, the lord of all. That any activity that is performed anywhere, even a leaf cannot move without whose desire. So, without whose desire, even a leaf cannot move. Which means any activity that takes place anywhere, is on account of this inner ruler. And this fact is indicated, demonstrated, vachanantaram mudaharati by another vachanam, by another statement, a famous statement of Duryodhana in Mahabharata. The author quotes here that very famous statement to show how activities of all the living beings are controlled by that inner ruler. And the verse 76 is that statement of Janami dharmam nachame pravritti Janami dharmam nachame pravritti Janami dharmam nachame nivritti Kenapi Duryodhana says. He was a learned person also. Pandavas and Kauravas, all of them were very well educated. Same teachers taught them. And so whatever knowledge theoretically Yudhishthira had, everybody else had. Duryodhana says, Janami dharmam. I know what dharma is. I know what righteousness is, what merit is, what proper thing is. Nachame pravrtihi. But I cannot get around to do that. You know, I know what is right. But I cannot, somehow, I cannot conduct myself in that manner. Janamiya dharmam, I also know what is wrong, what is unbecoming, what is unrighteous. Nachame nivrutti, I cannot desist from it. I know what is right, I cannot get around to do it. I know what is wrong, I cannot desist from doing what is wrong. Why? Says, kena apidevena, rudisthitena. Some deva, some god or some being, some, something divine or something, you know, rudisthitena, someone who abides in my heart, tena, by that, yatha nyuktosmi, as I am nyukta, as I am controlled or as I am ordered, 
तथा करोमी देर इज समिंग इन माई हार्ट एंड वॉट एवर मैनर दैट प्रॉन्स मी और कंपेल्स मी इन दैट मैनर आई परफॉर्म द एक्टिविटीज सो आई एम टोटली अंडर द कंपल्शन ऑफ समथिंग विद इन माई हार्ट एंड इवन दो आई नो वॉट इज राइट आई कैनॉट डू दैट आई नो वट इज रॉन्ग आई कैनॉट बट डू इट बिकॉज आई एम हेल्पलेस दस दुर्योधना एक्सप्रेसिस हिज हेल्पलेसनेस इन इन दिक ऑफ दंडरस्टैंडिंग दर इज समीटेड और ड्वेलिंग इन द हार्ट हु मेक्स मी डू थिंग्स अगेंस्ट माई वेल्थ एज अर्जुन ऑल्सो सेज अथ के प्रयुक्तम पापम चरत पुरुष है अनिच्छन्न विवाषण बलाजित and something like that so all of this is to show that there is someone within who makes everyone do what they do and so janami dham this thus idea is that all the activities or all the pravrutis any activities that we find all of them are under the control of that great lord sarveshwaraham meaning brahman or chaitanyam identified with the total upadi identified with this samasti vasanas or maya मोमेंट इज दट ईश्वर डज एवरीथिंग द क्वेश्चन बिकम्स ननु प्रवृत्ते ईश्वराधीन पुरुष प्रयत्नो व्यर्थ है यू से दैट ईश्वर अलोन मेक्स डू एवरीथिंग देन देर इज नो फ्रीडम एट ऑल दो फ्री विल पुरुष प्रयत्न है नो प्लेस एट ऑल फॉर द एफर्ट द इंडिविजुअल वेर इज अ फ्री विल पुरुष प्रयत्न व्यर्थ इट लुक्स लाइक माई दैट इज This is a sequence in Bhagavad Gita also we find. So sadusham chestase svasyaha prakrutir gnyanavanavi prakrutim yanti bhutani nigraha kim karishyati sadusham chestase svasyaha prakrutir gnyanavanavi svasyaha prakrutir sadusham gnyanavanavi chestate Lord says that even a wise wise mean even a discriminating or a discerning person also he finds himself acting as compelled by his nature prakrutim yanti bhutani because all the beings follow their nature nigraha kim karishadi what will restrain to do immediately question would have occurred in the mind of arjuna all that question would have been seen on the face of arjuna that if everybody is under compelled by the prakriti of the nature then where is the question of any purushartha or any free will therefore lord says there is a scope for purushartha scope for free will also इंद्रिय इंद्रिय से रागद्वेश व्यवस्थित तयोर्नवशमागछे तौह्य से पिपंथिन इन वॉट मैनर डज इज प्रकृति रिजल्ट और मैनिफेस्ट इट सेन्द्रिय से रागद्वेश व्यवस्थित एवरी सेंस ऑर्गन इज रिलेटेड टू करेस्पॉन्डिंग सेंस ऑब्जेक्ट थ्रू द रिलेशनशिप ऑफ लाइक्स एंड डिस्लाइक्स मीनिंग लाइक्स एंड डिस्लाइक्स आर बिल्ट इन टू द रिलेशनशिप ऑफ सेंस ऑर्गन विथ सेंस ऑब्जेक्ट that's what you'll find you nothing to do about it you'll find it to be so what should you do that's called prakriti that ragadvesha are there is called prakriti tayornavasamagache 
you do not come under the sway of dislikes and dislikes. So likes and dislikes of natural impulses are everywhere. That's called prakriti. But that we do not come under the sway of these impulses. Why? Tauhiyasya paripanthinu. They are your enemy. For the one who is on the path of Shreya Marga, one who is on the path of evolution for them, these impulses and likes and dislikes are enemies. For a worldly man, everybody will ask Swamiji, if you give likes and dislikes, then there is no incentive to do anything. Yes, there is no incentive for samsara. So those who want to be in samsara, they have always this problem. Suppose everybody will take sannyasa, what will happen to this world? Where is the productivity? You know, if everybody becomes, they also ask, everybody becomes liberated, what will happen to this world? I said, we a fantastic place, you know. <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> everybody takes sannyasa, I said, fine. Then you see, no problem, you don't have to maintain all these things and therefore you won't need anything. They are afraid about, worried about economy and things like that, unemployment and stuff like that, you know. So how much rooted people are in the samsara, that the idea of becoming free from samsara is threatening, you know, in some way. But anyway, so for them that kind of a prompting or motivation will be required, but those who are on the path of the shreyas, do not come under the sway of likes and dislikes. In fact, you should not come under the sway of likes and dislikes even for a samsara. But certainly not for. So, therefore there is a scope for Purushartha. However, here the discussion is of a different nature because the author here wants to make a different kind of a point. And so when the question is asked here, if you say that every activity is ultimately prompted by Lord or by this Antaryami, the in, inner controller, then Purusha Prayatna Vyartha, it looks like Individual effort is redundant, is futile or has no place at all. Iti asankya purusha prayatnasyabhi ishvara dukatvat ma evamiti pariharati. That question is answered. All this doubt is refuted. They stand by saying purusha prayatnasyabhi. Even the purusha prayatna, even the effort of the individual also is what? Ishvara rupatvat is also of the nature of Ishvara. Purusha himself is modification of Ishvara. And his prayatna or activity also is a modification of Ishwara alone. Same Ishwara is modified as Purusha of the individual and same Ishwara gets modified as effort of the individual also. You think that the effort enjoys a reality different from this Ishwara? No. Same Ishwara Nasaf Purusha Karena Question will arise. That if everything is prompted by a Lord alone, then there doesn't seem to be any meaning of the individual effort. It is eva ma shankyatam. May you not have this doubt. May you not think that the individual effort is redundant. Why? Yataha isha purushakarasya rupena bhi vivartate. Isha means the Lord. Purushakarasya rupena bhi Purushakara means Purusha Prayatna. It is Lord alone, that Ishwara alone, Vivartate. Vivartate means what? So he gets modified as Purushakarena, as the very effort of the individual also. 
what is meant is even the so called individual effort like acting speaking working exerting achieving all the effort also is what nothing but the same lord the same lord alone gets modified as the effort and therefore you don't have to account for the effort you see the problem was if everything is done by the lord then how do we account for the individual effort we do seem to find something called an individual effort of free will in the life and if you say that everything is ultimately directed or prompted by the lord then where is the place for this individual effort or how do you account for it he says you don't have to separately account for it because even that purusha prayatna or the effort also is nothing but a modification of the lord so it need not be separately accounted because that also is lord or ishwara alone gets modified in the form of this effort of the individual and so that also is explained so it's not there is no separate purusha prayatna there is no separate effort of the individual even that also is nothing but the lord modifying in the form of that effort that's what it is and so it is okay meaning that he otherwise what happens there are two rulers the point is esha antaryami this atma is antaryami or is the inner ruler if you say that there is a scope for an individual effort that is independent or free from the prompting of the ishwara then what happens lord prompts certain things and this solo is free or independent to do something else in which case he will not be called the indwelling ruler so it is said that even what this solo thinks when he thinks that he is doing it something by his free or sweet will even then it is the same lord who gets modified as his effort and therefore there is only one ruler not many rulers that's the idea there and this can be explained in whichever way you want but the idea is if you say that i performed a certain action by own will why did you have a certain will anyway in a given situation different people seem to respond in different ways how come that shows that they have a certain nature and they were as prompted by the nature different people respond differently to a given situation how come the nature is different because in nature in as nature that lord alone prompts them so as nature also that lord alone is ruling them and therefore even the different responses people have they are also ultimately controlled by whom by the same lord so he alone controls and therefore what we call individual effort in ultimate sense turns out to be nothing but ishwara's action alone so he alone is the indwelling ruler this is being said whenever anybody claims that he has achieved something if somebody says lord alone does everything and so i have nothing to do then we say no it's all your doing why because what you call prarabdha or what you call the fate or destiny is also created by you in your past effort so what appears before you as destiny was at one point in time your free will and therefore you are the builder of your destiny and so start doing something if the fellow doesn't do anything you motivate him to do if he thinks he is doing something then you make him aware of the facts of life that who are you to do something buddhir buddhimatam asmi tejas tejas vinamaham balam balavataham chaham i am the intellect of the in- i am the intellect of the intelligent i am the brilliance of the brilliant i am the strength of the strong and so on and so forth so vedantins can do anything you know no what do you mean it we mean what it appears that it is anirvachaniyam in fact you cannot really pinpoint and if you can pinpoint something 
we will close our book. You cannot pinpoint anything. Because the whole creation is anirvachaniyam. In fact, in the ultimate reality, this individual is not different from the Lord. Had they been two different entities, then we were obliged to explain them separately. There is only one entity and therefore, whether you say it is done by Jiva or done by Ishwara, as far as we are concerned, it is one Chaitanyam alone. And therefore, there is no need on our part to explain them separately. We do, depending upon the questioner, etc. Depending on what he is worried about, what bothers him. Accordingly, the answer is given. Ultimate answer is, there is only one reality, and then all these so-called activities are only in ignorance, <coughs> and so on and so forth. Now he says, oh, Ishwara alone is the Jiva, and he alone results into different activities. Then you are saying so far that Ishwara dwells in the hearts of all the living beings and makes them perform all kinds of activities, and thus you are so far talking about the duality of the one who controls and the one who is controller, controlled. Where is that duality? If Ishwara alone is a controller and controlled, there is no duality, then what all you have been saying so far seems to be wrong. Nanu Purusha Prayatnasyabi Ishwara Rupatve Yamayati Bhamayati Di Pratipadam Antaryami Prayanam Vasasyad. These fellows, they seem to do, they seem to, you know, I mean, uh, explain things in whichever they want, whichever way they want. So far you explain in such a manner that the Lord is indwelling self and makes you perform the good and bad activities, etc. So he's a prayeraka. He's the one who prompts or, or compares or rules. But if you say that even the effort that is made by the individual also is nothing but the modification of the same Lord, then that the duality is not there at all. Purusha prayatnasyabi Ishwara Rupatve, even the effort of the individual also is nothing but the Lord in modification. Yamayati, Brahmayati, then to say that the Lord Yamayati, He controls, Brahmayati, He makes you perform activities. Iti Pratipadinam Antaryami Preranam Vratha. So in order to justify that this Lord is Antaryami or indwelling ruler, you presented Him as the one who rules and who controls and who makes you act. But now, then you, then you have to accept the duality. Moment you accept duality, then there are other problems. If you don't accept duality, then also there are problems. See, in order to explain Vyavahara, we have to accept the duality. That there is Ishwara, there is Jiva and so on and so forth. But then when you go too far with the duality, then there is a problem. That there are two entities or what? Then you say, you come around and say, no, there is only one. Now that you are saying there is only one, then how do you explain this duality of the controller and the controlled? So, antaryami preyadam pratipadam vasasya, all that you say in so many verses, saying that this Lord is antaryami, the indwelling controller, and this jiva is the control, all that seems to be redundant now, in the wake of the, the statement that even the actions performed by the individual are nothing but that Lord. And thus, you seem to be contradicting yourself. First saying there is a duality between the controller and the control, and then saying that both are nothing but Ishwara, then whatever you said earlier seems to be meaningless or seems to be useless, futile or redundant. Ityashankya, meaning what does it, how does it help to say that everything is done by Ishwara and not by me. Even what I am doing also is really done by Ishwara. That's what he's saying. In that case, what is the purpose of this bodha, the knowledge, tad bodhena? 
स्वात्म असंगत्व ज्ञान लक्षण फल से ईश्वरा then what what is the role of atma what does he do he does not do anything meaning that in spite of all the activities apparently being performed through this body the self remains unconcerned unattached unconnected this is how they make us see akarmani karmani akarma yah pashyet in and through the activities indriyani indriyateshu vartante what we call action or karma is nothing but the interaction of the sense organs with sense objects naiva kanchit karomi ti i do not do anything sarva karmani manasa sanyasyaste sukham vashi navadware pure dehi naiva kurvan na karayan so in this deha this the self remains neither doing anything nor making anyone do anything that is the phala that's the result of this discussion the knowledge that this discussion gives you Results into your appreciation of the fact that Atma is unconnected or unconcerned in spite of all the activities that appear to be performed. That's the phalam. That's a, that, that result being there of this discussion, even though earlier discussion may be vrutha or meaningless, we refer because earlier we said that there is a controller and there is a control. Subsequently we said that the control also is nothing but the controller. that duality is not there it looks like earlier discussion is meaningless but it's not meaningless in as much as this discussion shows that all the activities are performed by ishvara meaning atma does not perform any activity at all and that is what we learn from this discussion and this discussion results into that kind of a knowledge and that is a purpose of the discussion purpose was not to establish or justify the duality purpose was ultimately to arrive at the asangatvam of atman and that result being there don't say that what earlier we said is doesn't serve a purpose it serves a purpose that's what is said in the verse 178 idrugbodheneshwarasya pravrittermaiva varyatam स्वात्मा ईश्वर ईदृग्बोधेन ईश मीनिंग 
ईशस्य पुरुषकारादिरूपेण अपी अवस्थान ज्ञानेन सो बाय दिस नॉलेज दैट इट इज ईश्वर अलोन हु इज रिस्पांसिबल फॉर और हु अलोन इज मैनिफेस्ट इन द फॉर्म ऑफ द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ दिस इंडिविजुअल सो इवन द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ द इंडिविजुअल आर आल्सो नथिंग बट परफॉर्म बाय ईश्वर हु डवेल्स एज द इनर रूलर और इन डवेलिंग सेल्फ ऑफ द इंडिविजुअल बाय दैट नॉलेज प्रवृत्ति अंतर्यामी रूपेण प्रेरणा मायो वार्यताम इन दर फॉर माँ वार्यताम डू नॉट थिंक दैट इट इज यूजलेस दिस ईश्वर से प्रवृत्ति माँ वार्यताम दट ईश्वर अलोन इज परफॉर्म दिस एक्टिविटीज दैट ऑल्सो इज मीनिंगफुल मीनिंग डू नॉट थिंक दैट दैट इज रिडेंडेंट और दैट डज नॉट सर्व द पर्पज तथापि तथापि इवन धैन मीनिंग बिकॉज ऑफ दैट ईशस्य बोधेन तथा ईशस्य बोधेन तथा मीन्स इन दैट मैनर सो ईशस्य तथा बोधेन वेन यू हैव दिस नॉलेज ऑफ ईश्वर तथा मीन्स इन दैट मैनर सो वेन यू नो ईश्वर इन दैट मैनर मीनिंग दैट ही इज वन हु प्रॉम्स ऑल द एक्टिविटीज इवन ऑफ द इंडिविजुअल स्वात्म असंगत्व धी जनि जनि मीन्स जन्म जे मीन्स बुद्धि और ज्ञानम स्वात्म असंगत्व स्वात्मन असंगत्व धीय जनि स्वात्मन असंगत्व दट आत्मा इज असंग और इज अनकनेक्टेड अनअटैच्ड इज फ्री असंग मीन्स फ्री इज नॉट कनेक्टेड विद एनीथिंग नॉट कनेक्ट अटैच टू एनीथिंग मीनिंग नॉट अफेक्टेड बाय एनीथिंग सो दट आत्मा इज फ्री इति धी धी मीन्स बुद्धि और नॉलेज धीय जनि then arises the knowledge that atma is sangha atma is free look ishwara is doing any everything i am not doing anything subhavastu so, na kartrutvam na karmani lokasya srijati prabhu na karma phala sanyogam subhavastu pravartate ishwara means atma na kartrutvam janayati na karma janayati he doesn't make anybody do something no he himself does anything not as he connect you with the karma phala स्वभावस्तु प्रवर्तते इट इज प्रवृत्त प्रकृति दट डज एवरीथिंग सो ईश्वर मीन्स आत्मा इज हू इन दैट केस इज असंग इज अनकनेक्टेड मीनिंग इज फ्री डज नॉट पार्टिसिपेट इन एनीथिंग आत्मा ऑफ द सेल्फ डज नॉट पार्टिसिपेट इन एनी एक्टिविटी एट ऑल एंड देर ही कैनॉट बी अफेक्टेड बाय पुण्य और पापा ही कैनॉट बी अफेक्टेड बाय कर्म फला बिकॉज ही डजेंट हैव डज नॉट परफॉर्म एनी कर्म दिज नो सेंस ऑफ एजेंसी इन आत्मा एंड देर There is no bondage of karma, meaning there is no bondage at all. Atma is ever free. This is knowledge that comes as a result of this discussion, which shows that it is Ishwar of the Lord who performs all activities. The purpose of saying that is to show that Atma does not perform any activity at all. The so different texts express the idea in different ways. Like several Upanishads show how the sense organs are performing activities. how the mind performs activities actually in one way you can say that ishwara alone does atma alone does everything but the purpose of saying that it is sense organs perform activities is to show that atma does not perform activities so in every case there is a teaching involved here and the the way they explain the phenomena or experiences is ultimately to make us see this fact that atma is asangaha atma or the self is free that's the purpose of all the teaching of the upanishads or all these texts 
and that purpose is served in different ma- different manner by different texts. In this text, it is shown how Ishvara alone does everything, thereby releasing the Atma from any doership at all or from any connection with karma and therefore with karma phala. Moment I get attached to karma, I get attached to karma phala because another that's another compartment, like a like a train which is joined, you know. So engine, so you get attached to the other compartment of course, the engine will pull you. So moment I attach myself to karma as, as a doer, automatically I get attached to karma phala which happens in the future place and time and therefore I am again born in that situation. To know that I am not connected with karma and therefore I am unconnected with karma phala also, I am free. So that is the result of this knowledge and therefore this discussion is meaningful. <coughs> and finally it says here, Atmanaha asangatva jnanina bikim prayojanam. Suppose you come to know that Atma is free, that Atma is unconnected, unaffected, kim prayojanam, what purpose does that knowledge serve? Iti aha, if this is a question, the next verse is, verse 179. Tavata, Tavata means by that. See footnote number one. Atmana asangatva jnanena. It's the third case of Tavata. Tavata, by that meaning, by the knowledge that Atma is asangaha, that Atma is free or unconnected. Muktihi, that's all. What is mukti or freedom? What is freedom? Freedom is to know that Atma is free. So freedom is not something that comes to you. Freedom is something that is discovered. It is not that Atma is bound and it is to be made free. It is to be discovered that Atma is already free. So how do we know that? I think that I am performing these different activities. Now I come to know that it is Ishwara, the Lord who is performing variety of activities. I don't do anything. And therefore, I am always free. I am ever free. So, Tavata Muktihi. By the knowledge that I am free or the Self is free, well, there is freedom. Iti ahuhu shrutayaha smrutayaha tatha The shrutis as well as smrutis All of them say that merely by the knowledge of the true nature of the self which is sangha or free that there is freedom or mukti That alone is called moksha, there is nothing else Let them say, so what? Suppose shruti meaning Vedas say that and smruti, Gita and other texts also say that knowing the atma is a sangha is the is the freedom so avinashu tadvidhi yena saramidam tatam you know vinasham amyasyase nakasthit kartum arhati and so many verses are there in Bhagavad Gita which declare you know katham sapurusha partha kam ghata iti hantikam nijayate amrihate va kadachit so one who knows atma is unborn ajaha nityah sasratoyam puranah nahanyate hanyamane shariya veda vinashram nityam Kasam kam handikam. The one knows the Atma, the Self, as indestructible, as unborn, as unchangeless. He cannot kill anybody, nor make anyone kill, meaning he becomes free from all actions. So they say that knowing the Self in this manner alone is freedom. 
Let them say that. So what? Shruti may say that. Shruti also may say that. What does it mean? Are we obliged to accept it? He says, yes, you are obliged. Here comes the tradition. Now, this is, as I said, a matter of acceptance. Shruti Smriti Mamaiva Agne Idi Ishwara Bhashitam. So, in, in, a, in, a varah, in a Varaha Purana, there is a Purana, you know, Varaha Purana, like uh, Matsya Purana, etc. So, there the statement is there. Shruti Smriti Mamaiva Agne. The Lord says, Shruti and Smriti. Shruti means Vedas. Smriti means all the compositions or works of the sages, which are based on the Shruti of the Vedas. Mamaiva Agne. The Lord says that they are all my Agne, meaning my commands. Itiyabi Ishwara Bhashitam. And that is what Ishwara says that what is stated in the Shruti, Vedas, and what is stated in the Smriti, all of that is to be taken as my command. So Shruti Smriti Uditasya. Anatilanghaniyatva smutim darshayadi Anatilanghaniyatvam And the command of the Lord should not be transgressed. Satilangha means transgressing. Anatilanghatvam means what? Not transgressing. And that the command should never be transgressed. So if command of the king should not be transgressed, like the law should not be transgressed because you are subject to punishment. And so also the Shruti and the Smriti are the commands of the Lord and therefore they are the laws which should not be transgressed. Meaning, you should take them as they are. You don't have to question them or don't have to transgress them or question. So, if the Shruti says that knowledge of the Atma makes you free, then that is what you have to accept it. It is what we call the Aptavakyam. It is the, the, is the statement of the wise or statement of the learned. So, Shruti and the Smriti are nothing but the statements of the Lord as a matter of fact and therefore they must be taken as true. And so don't question. Suppose Shruti and Smriti say that you become free by knowledge of Atma as free. Do we have to accept it? Yes, you have to accept it. See, if you don't accept it, then what will happen? If you take the Atma as bound, then how is it going to help you? If you start with this, with this premise that Atma is free, then we will try to understand the nature of bondage. See, we accept the bondage as real, and then try to explore the nature of freedom, it never works out. That's a problem with all philosophers and all scientists also. They're all very genuine people, but they take the experience as real, because they do not accept the Shruti and Smriti as Pramanam. So, they start with what the sense perception tells them, and then try to understand the truth. You can never arrive at the truth. So, we start with what Shruti and Smriti say, that Atma is free. Now please tell me, explain to me how it is bound. You cannot explain that. Then bondage will not be explained. If you accept bondage is real, you cannot explain freedom. But you start with freedom, you will find that bondage is false. And thus, when you start with Shruti and Smriti, and then try to explain your experience, everything will make sense. If you start with your experience, uh, want to arrive at the truth, nothing will make sense. Start from what they say, because it is Pramanam. With reference to the truth, that is Pramanam. Not my eyes or not my buddhi. And then my, I, I do what we call Anukula Chintanam or the supporting logic when I apply, then I can understand the nature of bondage as nothing but a product of ignorance. And then I realize that what we call freedom is of the nature of knowledge. So it is not that they want to thrust this upon us or want to insist that you would accept, but that's the only way. Shruti Sharanam, they say, Shruti alone is our Sharanam, there is no other refuge because that alone is Pramanam with reference to truth.
and thus that is the result or that is the phala that we get by the discussion of the Atma is Asangaha. <coughs> Om Purnamadas Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Vadarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punah Punah Ishvaro Gururatmedi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurudhyo Namaha Harihi Om